Welcome to Acknowledge Your Awesomeness. My name is Mindy Menzies Uribe, a former nurse and mortgage underwriter turned woo-woo spiritual intuitive life and entrepreneurial strategist. Each week you'll hear mind-blowing tips and tricks as well as actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life to become a more effective entrepreneur. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump into your daily dose of practical life and entrepreneurial strategy. Oh, fear. Fear can be a fickle bitch. Okay, like it can sneak in anywhere, anytime, and just throw you in a tailspin if you're not paying attention, right? I mean, seriously. And the thing is, is that fear comes in different forms and it comes through us and out of us in different ways, right? And so like trying to keep up, right? And paying attention to all the different signs and and signals in our body and in in our thought process and in our reactionary process and all of these things, right? And then there's that self-doubt. And most people don't look at self-doubt as being a fear, but let's think about it. It really is, right? Because wrapped inside of that self-doubt is all of that nastiness, right? That um, creeps in as fears, right? I'm not good enough. I don't know enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not skinny enough. I'm not lovable enough. I'm not likable enough. I'm not educated enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not affluent enough. I am not traveled enough. I'm not fill in the blank enough, right? And all those self-doubts, that's fear. That is fear rearing its head at us. And I have to tell you, I have been dealing with this as of late. And, you know, even in saying that out loud, there's fear in that. Because, like, I'm supposed to be, right, a life and entrepreneurial strategist. Someone that people come to to help them. Right? And so it's hard sometimes to be vulnerable, And say, look, even with all the work, even with all of the transformation and all of these things, stuff like this can still happen. But the difference is, is knowing how to deal with it, knowing what to do with it, knowing how to process it, knowing what it means, how to find out what it means if you don't automatically know that sort of thing, right? It's all of the, the understanding around the issue that makes the difference. But fear is that thing that, you know, I really, I don't know if it's ever really just gone or if it just presents in different ways. Because some would say that fear propels them to be brave, right? Some would, you know, I've I've heard um, 
different people throughout my life say, you know, well, if it wasn't for the fact that I was scared, I wouldn't have done it. You know, like it, they used it as motivation. Um, I've had to learn how to do things like that, right? How to, to kind of change my energy into using it. But for myself personally, I do better if I can really just release that energy and kind of take it back to use as power versus using the fear as power. I've never, um, only a few times in my life, and it's mostly been um, as a mother, as a nurse, um, have I, has that fear mechanism kicked in and, and caused me to get things done? You know what I mean? But like, I don't want to have to live that way, right? Like I, that's not how I want to have to push myself <laughs> to, you know, achieve my next goal in business. I don't want to have to live with fear at being my motivating force, my driving force. But I've heard people say that that's their driving force and they don't want to release it because they're afraid that that, that it, without it, they'll be dead in the water. And that's such a shame because that's not the case, right? And actually fear does all sorts of things in our body physically. It causes us dis-ease and which leads to all sorts of physical issues. Um, and it can even re, um, move into um, emotional issues, right? Because our hormones can be affected and all sorts of things because fear affects all of those things inside of our body. And it does not allow our chemistry to settle, so to speak, into a beautiful rhythm. And so to just say, oh, well, fear motivates me. I, I, I get it. And to a point, you know, congratulations that you figured out how to make it work for you and it's worked for you thus far, right? But really, this isn't something we should strive to live with as motivation um, because that, that level of intensity in the body at all times to drive us, like I said, that causes things like hormone levels to go out of whack, causing everything to shift um, one way or another um, instead of down the middle. Um, you know, we're all going to have fears from time to time. We're all going to have stress from time to time, but it's about not allowing it to be the main focus in our lifetime, right? It's about learning how to stop the reactionary process so that you don't stay in that fear state, so that you don't stay in that anger state, so that you don't stay in that depressive state, so that you don't stay in the anxiety state for any longer than it takes you to bring yourself out of that state. So in other words, you know, that's how you learn the, the tools and all of these things and um, these quick uh, ways to bring yourself back out of that and, and you know, back into uh, the mindfulness and things of that nature. Um. And so it's just really important, I think, that I think a lot of people don't understand that fear does a lot more damage than just holding you back from, say, achieving your goal. Not let, like that's not bad enough, right? Because I've been there. I've had fear literally hold me back. You know, of course, it's myself, my own fear in my own brain, you know what I mean? But it hold me back from doing anything really. I mean, hell, I, I thought about doing this podcast for a really long time before I ever finally did it. 
Um, and then it took everything, and I do mean everything I had to not go back and erase my first, I don't know, five episodes or something like that, because I was just like, oh my gosh, I just really thought, I, I kept thinking I'm so horrible at this. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then, you know, is mine a uh, production level, like something that, um, probably not, no. Um, but I'm okay with that right now, right? Um, right now, this is uh, something that's, that's um, meant more for me to share and help get out to people than it is about commercializing it or, or whether or not the production value is, is, you know, if the mic sounds perfect or things like that. I'm more about sharing and getting it out there and, and, you know, getting, uh, allowing myself to, um, by, by doing this, right. It allows me to do what it allows me to do a lot of different things, right. It allows me to talk through some of my own things, right. Which allows me to heal and release in other ways, right. I get to share, which makes me feel like I'm contributing, right. So like, there's a lot to be said that, um, we can find inside of the things that we do that help heal us. Um, and we don't have to be driven by fear to accomplish. We don't have to be driven by fear. Um, fear does not have to be part of our lives. Um, it is a choice that we, we have to, to live um, with these fears or not. It, it, um, is it always um, instantaneous that you can overcome some of these fears, some of these um, issues and things? Not necessarily, but it doesn't necessarily need to be years of work either, right? And that's the beauty of a lot of the, the you know, like hypno Reiki and the tools that, that um, I've learned and put together that I use with my clients, like what I do with my clients, where it's a, really a combination that I've put together that helps to make for rapid change, rapid um, healing. Um, but some some things can still take several sessions. Um, you know, some of them can take several months of. But you know, but when you, when I say that, people go, "Oh, you know, <laughs> like." Oh, really? Several months, huh? Well, let's, let's think about this because a lot of these people telling me this have also been in say talk therapy for years, right? And I'm not putting down talk therapy. It has its place. It does. I went to talk therapy for years and years and years, but that's also why I found what I found and why I do what I do because talk therapy for me personally did not work. Um, and I know that for a lot of other people, it doesn't work for them either. For a lot of people, it does. And that's great. But that we that's what makes us all different, right? And why there needs to be different choices in care also. And why um, for some, what I do is the perfect answer. For others, they're, um, you know, talk therapy or, or uh, psychotherapy or other things are the perfect answer for them, right? So, and that's all okay. Um, there's a place for everything, but I always, I just always get a real good chuckle out of it when I tell people, you know, I may need to work with you for, for several months, um, or, you know, or being several sessions and things, uh, for a particular issue that's been deep rooted for many years. 
and they'll go, oh, well, you know, uh, I don't know. Um, really, uh, like when you say several months, what do you mean? And I say, well, you know, I don't, it depends. Like uh, if we're working on just one thing, um, you know, it could be upwards of six months if you've been dealing with it for the last 40 years. You know what I mean? Like it, which would be six sessions. Okay. Let me be clear. Six sessions would be six months. Okay. Oh man, six months. And okay. All right. Well, how long have you been in therapy? Oh, well, I've been in therapy for about, um, I don't know, 27 years. <laughs> but they like him and ha at, six months at potentially healing something and, and moving forward. So, you know, I think that my point in bringing all this up is that I think a lot of times we think that if, if it doesn't take us longer, if it, if we don't feel, if we don't feel bad about it long enough, we don't feel like we have some sort of right to let it go. And so we hang on to things. Or if we feel like, you know, it should be a lot of work. Um, I think that's taught to us, right? A lot of times we're taught, especially if we if we grew up with people that taught us um, guilt, right? And my, my mothers were great at guilt. Um, and so I really, like, learned how to guilt myself. I, I would torture myself. I wouldn't let myself heal. Because I didn't feel like I had paid enough penance or something. And so there's a lot of different levels here, right? Um, but when we have fears, we kind of, it's not kind of, we, we, we need to confront them if we want real change. Um, so, yeah, so I just wanted to share about that today because like I said, um, I myself have been dealing with um, some of this over the last few days, but I am happy to announce um, that... I have really been working my way through it and, um, and I feel like I almost as weird as it sounds, I feel like this was for a reason that these fears popped up because it, 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 it forced me to have to stop and t pay attention and go in and figure out what was going on. And I did. So I am happy to say that I am moving forward yet again. And, um, I have got my, um, I have got things on the horizon that I am seriously tap dancing about. So thank you for being with me. I know that I love you. If you're dealing with fears, if you need a session, want a session, want to talk about a session, want to know what a session would be about, how it would work, um, you can reach out to me at HypnoReikiMD um, on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Clubhouse. You can reach me on any of those platforms. All right. Until next time, um, know that I love you and namaste. Thank you for joining me again today on Acknowledge Your Awesomeness. Don't forget to connect with me at HypnoReikiMD on Instagram and Clubhouse. Until next time, sweet unicorn, I acknowledge your awesomeness. Namaste.